Hey, welcome to Locked On Bruins. I'm Brian Fenley, your host. Follow me on Twitter at Brian Fenley. My co-host Nick Cope says he's day-to-day, but no, seriously, he will be back tomorrow. His Twitter handle is NKOOP, and the show's Twitter handle is Locked On Bruins. Give that a follow. That's if you consider yourself a Bruin fan. And if you want to drop us an email, do so at LockedOnBruins at gmail.com. And we invite you cordially to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, this is your team every day. And Nick and I are part of Learfield IMG College's Bruin Insider Show, which airs during football and basketball seasons on UCLA's flagship station. On this episode, we will bring the magnifying glass and place it over the safety position. Quentin Lake is a returning starter, and he is bound for a breakout year. On this show, we are going to hear how he's using last year's 3-9 record as motivation for his defense and for the team as whole. Plus, he will also get into the biggest key facing the secondary this year and what they will have to do if they want to be dominant. Plus, Adarius Pickett is gone, right? He is departed. He is in the NFL. So who's going to take over that strong safety spot? Stefan Blaylock seems to be one in consideration for that job. You will hear his biggest strengths this year and why he could fit that spot. And then we will wrap up the show by doing a tally on the injury front for UCLA. Now we start out with Quentin Lake, a modern day product. And when you think of modern day, you think of it spoon feeding players to USC. So it's a nice alternative to have a couple modern day guys come to UCLA. I'm biased, but I think they made the better decision. Quentin Lake and also Chris Murray, who is an offensive lineman for UCLA. He used to be at modern day. Now, Quentin talked about, and this is what all players are going to be faced when they come back from the offseason and they face the media, one of the most prominent questions they will get is, well, what did you improve on over the offseason? And he stated, I have a different mindset. And what does that mean? Well, he says over the offseason, a lot of times he would work twice, three times a day, player-run practices, getting the guys together so that, in his words, they can be a top defense in the Pac-12 and even in the country. Now, you know secondary, you know defensive backs. These guys love to talk trash. And they have a lot of things they like to say that many times just really isn't true. How often do you listen to an interview and you hear a football player exaggerate something or, or make a false promise or say he's this good when more likely than not he falls short? of his lofty expectations. But here is why I believe in Quentin Lake and why he believes and and is certain that this Bruin defense could be, if not one of the best in the Pac-12 and make a running for one of the top in the country. And here's why. When Quentin Lake was in elementary school, there was a yearbook picture of himself And he posted this on Twitter, and there was the caption where it it read, Future Plans. 
And as a youngster, he said, quote, I will have graduated from UCLA and will be a professional football player. Now, obviously, he hasn't fulfilled both of these promises. But you can see the trajectory, the track he is on in terms of what he says he puts his mind to and accomplishes. And I think if he has a breakout year this season, he is going to be well-equipped for a career in the NFL. Meanwhile, Quentin also discussed the biggest priority for not only him, but the secondary as a whole. And he said, quote, we've got to cut down on the mental errors. He said, our effort and our hustle always going to be there. But locking in the mentality, whether it's making the right calls or aligning properly, that will be the biggest thing for sure. And he also noted that, look, this is a team that went 3-9 and nine last season, and they have a lot of people who expect big things from them this year. He also pointed to the fans having, and his own team, having loftier expectations for themselves. Coming off a 3-9 and nine season, it's the second year under Chip Kelly, a lot of returning starters, and he brought up the point that a lot of people are expecting a lot of, from them this year and they have to hold up to that standard one way he's doing that is getting a jump start on film study he said the other day that he's already started reviewing film for the Cincinnati game that's coming up later on this month now Chip Kelly talked about not getting fully invested in that game as far as film until about eight to ten days before and in the meantime his focus is on improving his own team and getting them to play to their best potential. Now, oftentimes you will hear the cliche thrown out, chip on your shoulder. And for me personally, I, I hear that so much, it almost makes me want to, to regurgitate it in my mouth. But, you know, it, it is a good point and one that this team upholds in the sense that they have a lot to prove and they are ready to basically prove the naysayers wrong and the critics wrong. And Chip Kelly is ready to take this team to new heights. All right, well, coming up, we are not done talking about Quentin Lake. We will explain how his lineage is in large part able to explain his dominance in football also, Lake could have Stefan Blaylock joining him as a starter at the safety position. Blaylock seems to be a front runner for the job, and we will assess how Stefan's coming along at that position and hear more about his background. But first, the new Locked On NFL is on fire. Last week, it was one of the most listened to podcasts. With the expert analysis of former NFL scout Matt Williamson and hosted by Brian Peacock, Locked On NFL is your daily national podcast on all things NFL with Matt's unique take on the game. Follow Locked On NFL now on your favorite podcast provider. Hey, welcome back to Locked On Bruins. I'm Brian Fenley. Follow me on Twitter at Brian Fenley. My cohort, my co-host Nick Cope will be back with us tomorrow. And I wanted to pick right back up on our conversation on Quentin Lake. His numbers from last year really do suggest a, a very rapid trend up 
the scales here as we look at some of his numbers. He had two interceptions last year. They came in back-to-back games against Arizona and Utah, matched his season high with nine tackles against Arizona State. He was third on his team in tackles with 67 as a sophomore. And he has a lineage of outstanding football play. His father, Carnell Lake, a 12-year NFL veteran, he played for the Ravens. He played for Jacksonville. He played for the Steelers, was a five-time Pro Bowler, and also attended UCLA, was an All-American outside linebacker from 1985 to 1986. He still holds a couple school records with the Bruins. And coincidentally, actually, transitioned to defensive back come his time in the NFL, which is what his son is doing. Now, Quentin obviously wants to create his own path. But having his father, who's been to where he wants to get at the top of the game in college and then on to the NFL provides such an advantage for Quentin Lake. And Quentin would expound more about how he feels like he's improved individually from a defensive perspective. He talked about, I'm doing a better job of reading different route concepts and doing a better job of taking the right angle. And he wants to be known as one of those guys who watches more film than anyone else. And there's a high probability that Quentin Lake will be joined by Stephen Blaylock, who would be a first-time starter as a safety for UCLA. And if that trend comes to fruition, he would join experienced and seasoned cornerbacks in Darnay Holmes and Elijah Gates. And last year, Stephen got to learn behind Darius Pickett, who led the team in tackles last year for UCLA. And Darius was so generous with his time in mentoring, tutoring, instructing Stefan about how certain schemes work and how to be more in tune with the UCLA football program as a whole and get used to the culture of it. Stefan said the biggest thing, though, he learned from Darius was the mental aspect and communicating, and that's why when he was, Stefan was asked by the media, what have you done differently this offseason? He said, I am focusing on my vocal skills and being very much comfortable with raising my voice and making calls on defense for the whole defense. And he said, you know, when the crowds are going to get really loud, He'll have a better sense of hand signals, too, to to battle through some of the noise that's going to come when they go on the road for some of these big-time games. Now, last year, he played in every game, but he, of course, came off the bench, and he also saw some time on special teams. His biggest motivation growing up, and to this day, his mom. And he said watching her work hard and keeping stability at the home 
and providing for the family, all he wants to do after seeing all of that is to make her proud and to one day be able to help her out. And he's been very open about being raised by a single mom his whole life. And his mom worked countless jobs, even being a bus driver, to help bring in help bring in money for the family. And coming out of high school, Stefan talked to a reporter and said, "You know, my mom has always been tough on me because." She's had some of her brothers go to jail or be hospitalized, and she wanted her son all of her power to not go down that path. And what a good job she did with him. Stefan says he continues to keep his dreams in perspective, like he's not just completely all in on the NFL, like He'll certainly welcome it if it happens, but he is more inclined to go the route of finding a good job and a stable income and give back and help and support his family like his mom, his single mom, was able to do throughout the course of his childhood. And if I could go back to what Quentin Lake said not too long ago about Blaylock, and that is, quote, he brings a lot of energy and effort and during the offseason, he developed a better grasp of the defense and brings a lot of juice. Prepare for Stefan Blaylock to have a breakout year, just like Quentin Lake. Blaylock seems to be, if all signs are as it looks like they're headed, the next free safety starter for the Bruins, taking over for Adarius Pickett. And, and that position is going to have no drop-off with Blaylock in there. And I have all the confidence in the world that he will have a impressive year and he's going to turn a lot of heads. He's going to exceed opponents' expectations of him because... He's been doing it his whole life. All right, coming up, a hodgepodge of names are nursing injuries on this team. We'll get you caught up on that. But first, support for today's show coming from Manscaped, who was number one in men's below-the-belt men's grooming. You may have seen Manscaped on Shark Take and Men's Journal named their Lawnmower 2.0 as one of the best tools in men's grooming. Get 20% off and free shipping with promo code locked on at manscaped.com. That is locked on at manscaped.com. Hey, welcome back to Locked On Bruins. I'm Brian Fenley. We will close up this episode by pointing out a couple injuries, reports out from several sources suggesting that there are players that are not full participants in practice, including the speedster in Kaz Allen, who was kept on a stationary bike and was not able to go fully for the practice session. Also running back Joshua Kelly, Theo Howard, Michael Aziki, Diamond Lee, 
are nursing injuries. But from what we've heard from Chip Kelly, and again, I don't want to speculate, I don't get the feeling that a lot of these injuries are long-term issues. Now, again, I don't want to speculate, and I'm not in a position to have a definitive answer, but what we've kind of gleaned from what Chip Kelly is saying is it might not be as bad and as dreary as maybe some injuries can be. So fingers crossed on that, and we'll certainly have more on any injury update and anything related to the well-being of these players on this podcast. We will be back tomorrow. You're listening to Locked on Bruins. I'm Brian Fenley.